Today on Bold Steps with Mark Job, we're learning how to raise up the next generation. And here's what the Bible says when you honor, whether you're a teenager or whether you're 20 year old or whether you're 13 year old, success and longevity are the byproducts of honoring your father and your mother. What is the opposite of that? Short life and a lot of failures. Welcome to the Friday edition of Bold Steps with Mark Job, Senior Pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago and President of Moody Bible Institute. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Over the past two days, we've been learning about authority and how parents have the power to bless their children. And today, as we move forward, Mark is going to be explaining how our willingness to train up the next generation shapes the future and their destiny. Our series is titled, When You Believe, Everything Changes. And if you have your Bible, turn with us to Ephesians chapter 6. Mark titled this message, The Power of Role Parenting, and it starts right now. Listen, parents, if it's your household, you set the rules in your household. And listen, the directive here is towards the children. He's not addressing parents. Paul is actually addressing children or young adults. And he's saying, listen, you are to obey your parents. That means you may feel like I have an opinion of my own. My parents aren't always right. And it's true. Your parents aren't always right. You say, well, I'm smarter than my parents. It may be true. Maybe you're smarter. Maybe you think you're smarter. You may say, well, my parent doesn't even come to church, doesn't even read the Bible, doesn't even follow God. The Bible is clear about that. It's not a conditional if you have great, perfect parents, then obey them. The Bible simply says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. In essence, what you're doing is God is calling you As a child, as a young adult, God is saying, I've put an authority over you. The authority of your household is your parents. This is not a democracy. This is not a let's all vote on it and see what we want. This is actually, yeah, this is actually some authority placed over your life. Why? Because in the realm of there being authority, there is also order. The time will come when you can lead, but there's a season in which you submit and obey. And unless you can learn to submit and obey, you will never learn to lead. How many of you know that? Oh, this is a powerful thing. Listen, the way that your children learn to submit and obey and follow rules will affect every area of their life. One day they will go to school and have to submit to rules of the school. One day they will have a job and being under an employer. They will have to pay taxes. They will be in some system of authority all of their lives. And ultimately, they will also respond to God unless they learn how to obey, unless they learn how to receive authority, unless they learn... They will, they will spend the rest of their life rebelling and fighting and never submitting and usually spiraling out of control. Jesus, by the way, the Bible tells us was in perfect submission to the Father. And Jesus said, not my will, but yours be done. When he faced the crucifixion, he didn't say, well, Father, let's negotiate here. I mean, I just don't think it's fair. That I go to the cross while you're in glory. 
And plus, I live perfect. I mean, I have no sin. I mean, this just doesn't make sense to me. Why should I pay for someone else's sin and suffer and die? Because it's, no, the Bible says that in Gethsemane, Jesus struggled and he said, let this cup pass from me, but not my will, yours be done. And because Jesus was in perfect submission to the Father, Jesus had perfect authority. Jesus' authority came through the submission to his God-given authority, and because he was in submission to his authority, he had perfect authority. There was never a time where Jesus prayed for a person that was sick that he did not get healed. There was never a time where he touched a deaf man that did not receive his hearing. There's not a time where he touched a leopard and the leopard wasn't clean. There's not a time when he expelled the demon that a demon didn't go. Jesus had perfect authority, but he had perfect authority because he was in perfect submission to the authority of his, of his father here on earth. Therefore, because he learned perfect submission, he also had perfect authority. You will never learn to lead unless, first of all, you learn to follow. You will never have authority unless, first of all, you place yourself under authority. And that's why the Bible talks so strongly about the need to obey and be under the authority of those that God has placed over us. I started pastoring this church when I was 21 years old. That's way too young. But I believe that there's some lessons God had to teach me before I started pastoring that I needed to learn about submission and authority. And unless I had learned those lessons, I don't believe I would ever have had the authority to lead. I was 21 and leading, mo and, and leading people that were double my age. I was counseling marriages and I wasn't even married. I was, I was you know, ministering and preaching. But, but, but part of the lessons that I had to learn was the lesson of submission, being under authority. And I remember specifically in one incidence where this lesson had to be taught to me very strongly and powerfully, not through my parents, but through another pastor, a church that I was at, and um, where a pastor, I thought, asked me to do something unreasonable at the time. I, my hair was sort of the hair of the day. It wasn't super long, but you know, it was kind of a little bit long. Can you still imagine that? So, me with long hair? Okay. And the pastor had asked me to teach a, a, a class, and the pastor asked me, before I taught the class, he asked me to cut my hair. And I remember I was kind of ticked at it. You didn't ask me how my spiritual life is. You didn't ask me if I feel qualified. You didn't ask me if I was praying. You just looked at my hair, and you want me to cut my hair? Inside of me, that little rebellious, like, who is this guy going to tell me to change my style just because he has short hair, dresses in a suit and tie all the time? And so I made an appointment with him. I said, I'd like to talk to you first before I cut my hair. I'd like to talk to you. And he, I got a hold of his secretary, and his secretary says he'd be happy to talk to you after you cut your hair. And I was like, okay, that, that's it. 
bunch of hypocrites, legalistic, carnal. I'm out of this place. I'm like building my own case. I can't believe that what they're doing. I'm not going to teach that class now. I'm not going to do anything like that. I was in college at the time. I went to my dorm, told everybody there. They're like, he told you what, man? You should leave that church. Forget that church. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) And have you ever felt the conviction of the Holy Spirit? I'm building my case. I'm talking about that. And no one was there. No one was talking. I felt this sharp conviction of the Holy Spirit simply saying, submit. Submit. He's your spiritual authority right now. If he would have asked you to do something hard, you'd have done it. I felt the conviction of my Holy Spirit so much. I felt such conviction of the Holy Spirit that that day I went to some guy on the floor, another college student, and I said, grab your scissors, cut my hair. He did. Never grew back after that. Nah, just kidding. (laughs) And I went back and I said, you know what? I, I, I did that. And I feel like God spoke to me at that moment about, I didn't agree with it, I thought it was, but, but God spoke to me at that moment, what God was trying to teach me is a lesson on obedience and submission. Because you can never have authority unless you learn to be under authority. Listen, li- listen young men, if you're a teenager right now and you're 18 years old, listen, you will never be able to lead your household unless first of all you learn to submit to the leader of your household. One day you will have a family. One day you will have kids. One day you will lead a household. And you're never going to learn to lead unless, first of all, you learn to submit. And listen, I am convinced that it was shortly after that, not too long after that, a couple years after that, I find myself at the age of 21 pastoring a church. But I am convinced that I would never have started pastoring at that young age unless I would have, I would have, uh, approved that test or, or, or gone through that test of learning what it meant to submit. The Bible says that rebellion is like the sin of witchcraft. It gets into your soul and it starts eating away. To obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of, of, of rams. That's why it is the parent's responsibility to begin to teach children the power of obedience because ultimately when you teach your children to obey, it will serve them in the rest of their, their life. They will learn to lead sooner. They will lead better. They will take authority sooner. They will begin to have influence at a greater age. If, you, if they don't learn now, when they become heads of households, their life will be out of control because they've never learned to be under the authority and submission of someone that's over them. Amen? Children, obey your parents in the Lord. What does that word in the Lord mean? Ultimately, it means that when you submit to your parents, you're not submitting to them, but you're submitting to God. You cannot be rebellious towards your parents and in right relationship with God, because whatever you do to your parents, ultimately you are doing to the authority that God has set above you. You can't say, well, I don't respect my parents, I don't obey them, but me and God, man, we're tight. No, 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 you're tight with something, but let me tell you, it's not the spirit of God. It may be some other spirit, but it's not the spirit of God, because when you learn to 
You, you say, well, I, I've had this conversation with a lot of people. They say, well, I don't think my dad deserves my respect. I just had a conversation with someone after our first service. They said, you know, my dad was a womanizer. My dad treated my mother wrong. I don't see how I could respect my dad for what he did. Listen, I know some of you have dads or mothers that necessarily weren't the best in the world, but here's the thing. When you obey them at this age, you're not obeying them because they deserve to be obeyed by their character. You're obeying them because you're trusting God to work through them, not trusting that they are worthy, but that God is worthy and has placed him in a, in a position to bless you. Are you tracking with me? You say, well, pastor, I don't understand that. Well, do you remember King David? King David in the Bible, God said, you will be king one day. And he put King Saul was still king over him. And King Saul was a jealous, egocentric maniac that was looking to kill David. But David respected the authority of Saul and said, I will not touch God's anointed. I will not lift my hand. I will not kill him. God raises and puts down. And because David submitted to Saul, God raised David up at the right time to be the leader of a kingdom because he learned to respect the position of authority that God had placed him under. The same it is in our life as well. You're listening to Bold Steps in Mark Job's message. He's titled, The Power of Role Parenting. We'll continue in a minute, but remember, you can always find these programs online at boldstepsradio.org. While you're there, we want to let you know that we'd love to hear from you. We get messages and questions from listeners all the time, and we so enjoy getting the chance to connect with you and even address some of your messages here on the radio. Yeah, and before we go to a note sent by a listener named Linda from Morton, Illinois, I want to say that on this Black Friday, I hope that, well, first of all, you don't spend too much. And I hope that you allow the Thanksgiving of yesterday linger into today and don't let it just be a one-day event. Let's continue to give thanks. All right. Thank you for that, Mark. And as promised, here's that letter from Linda then. You proclaim the truth of the gospel in such a way that a person can understand it and apply it to his life. You use humor and personal stories that make it entertaining as well as encouraging. You and Wayne make a great team as you present God's Word to us who need it so badly. God bless you and prosper His ministry through you. Oh, thank you, Linda. Appreciate your words of encouragement. And we do have a great team here at Bold Steps and Wayne and our producers. By the way, it's our executive producer's birthday today, so happy birthday, (laughs) Judy Crone. All right, there's going to be a party after the program today. Thank you. Happy birthday, Judy. You know, you can be a part of this radio ministry and help spread these gospel messages to new listeners around the world by signing up to become a bold partner and give a financial gift of any amount on a monthly basis. When you choose to set up a gift of $30 or more, we'll show our appreciation by giving you a 50% discount on all Moody Publishers resources available at moodypublishers.org. That's 50% off everything we have, including children's books, devotionals, Bible commentaries, and more, available at moodypublishers.org. You'll also receive a signed copy of Mark's book, Unstuck, Out of Your Cave and Into Your Call, along with an exclusive bi-weekly email from Mark containing inspiring lessons and videos called The Bold Partner Post. So sign up today to become a bold partner. Visit boldstepsradio.org. 
Now, let's go back to the final part of our message. It's titled, The Power of Role Parenting. Now, the only exception is this. That ultimately, you're submitting to the authority of God. So if your parent or if your boss or if your pastor, if your government leader or anybody in authority or principal at a school ever asks you to do something that is contrary to the rules and laws of God, then you can say no. If your parent asks you to lie, cheat, if they ask you to do something that is sinful, then you have the ability and the power to say no because ultimately you are submitting to God. Just like Peter did when the governing authorities say, you cannot preach Jesus anymore. Peter said, who shall I obey, man or God? So ultimately, no one can ever ask you to do something immoral. No one can ever ask you to violate or do something sinful. You have the ability to say no. But on other issues, there's the issue of submission to the authority that God has given us. And then it says this, listen, it says, honor your mother and father. And by the way, he's quoting one of the Ten Commandments because in Deuteronomy, in, in Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 16, it says, honor your father and mother as the Lord your God commanded you so that you may live a long life, that it may go well with you in the land of the Lord your God has given you. Paul quotes that again and he says, listen, honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy a long life here on earth. There comes a time in your life where you go from obeying your parents to honoring your parents. If you're out on your own and you're 30 years old and you have your wife and you have your own children, you're financially independent, and your mother comes to you and says to you, you need to obey me, then you need to say, mom, I love you, but I don't have to obey you, mom. I honor you, but I don't have to obey you. There's a difference between honor and obedience. Honor means that you consider respectfully what they say. You weigh what they say. But there comes a point in time where you actually just honor them but not obey them. Listen, guys, listen up. This is important. I know some of you are mama's boys. You get in a little fight with your wife, you call up, mom, mom, guess what? My wife's not just understanding me, I just, she just nags me. And you say, oh, mijo. I told you all along she was going to be that. Well, you come over to mama's house now. Let me make you a little caldito. And I'm going to, you know, I just snuggle up in the couch. You don't have to put up with that nagging wife. You just come over here. Listen, mom, he's got a family. Don't give him a couch to sleep on. Don't, let him, don't tell him he can stay at your house for a week. You make him go home and deal with his wife because that's his family night. That's his family. He needs to go home. He needs to go back to his wife. He needs to deal with the issues of his wife. And listen, man, you, your responsibility, you have a woman in your life and your mother you honor, but your wife is the wo new woman in your life and she takes priority in your life because the Bible says when you marry, you leave, you cleave, and you become one. Okay? Got to settle that right now. 
but you honor. And here's what the Bible says. When you honor, whether you're a teenager or whether you're 20-year-old or whether you're 13-year-old, when you honor, the Bible says it's the first commandment with a promise. What is the promise? There's a twofold promise. Number one, that it may go well with you. In other words, that you may have success in life. And number two, that you may live a long life here on earth. Success and longevity are the byproducts of honoring your father and your mother. Success and longevity are the byproducts of honoring your father and your mother. What is the opposite of that? Short life and a lot of failures. A failure and a short life. You say, well, Pastor, I really want to live long and I want to live healthy. I'm taking all these multivitamin pills and I'm watching my cholesterol and I'm, 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 I'm eating. It's not butter, Pastor. It's like synthetic stuff with no calories and I'm trying to work out. I'm glad. I believe in fitness. I want you to be healthy. But listen, how about honoring your mother and your father? Because that will add longevity to your life and success to your life as well. It's one of the Ten Commandments. It's one of the words in Scripture. And I don't care how old your father and mother are, you honor them. How do you honor them? You call them up. You let them know they're important. You listen to them. You say, well, all they talk about is the good old days and complain about, hey, hey, you listen to them and, and, and you honor them and you respect them and you talk to them and you help them out. Why? You honor your father and your mother. You don't treat them as, well, they're just old people that don't, no, no, no. They're your mother and your father. The older they get, the more respect they deserve to have from you and the grandkids and the great-grandchildren. One of the worst fallacies of our nation is the degradation and devaluation of elderly people. The Bible talks about honoring the elderly, listening to them, valuing them. Learning about honor and the promise of God that is found in Ephesians chapter 6. You're listening to the Bible teaching of Mark Job, and this is Bold Steps. To find these messages again or share them with a friend, just go online to boldstepsradio.org. Mark, before we say goodbye today, I have a question I think a lot of Christians have asked at some point in their journey. We know that pain and death and deception weren't part of God's plan. So when we see so much of it around us, how do we make sense of that? Is God's good plan still in motion behind the scenes? That's a great question, Wayne. I always remind people that uh, God is good, but we live in a fallen world. Mm -hmm. You may be one of those individuals that are experiencing the devastation of a fallen world. I recently prayed over a father who had just days before lost his 15-year-old son in a tragic uh, car accident. And it's hard to try to explain to a father who loves a son why this happened. And I didn't even try. I, I have stopped trying to explain because I'm not really sure why. Mm -hmm. But I do know that God is good. And uh, if I cannot understand the hand of what's happening, I can always trust the heart. And I think that's what Max Lucado in his book, God Will Use This for the Good, points to. 
Surviving the Mess of Life. And Max Lucado talks about those struggling with difficult, traumatic, bad, difficult circumstances in life and making sense of it. Maybe you're going through a time that's uh, just great and you don't have this mess, as Max Lucado calls it. This is a good time to read this book to prepare your heart for what may come in the future. That's right, Wayne. We are either going into a valley, coming out of a valley, or right between valleys. But life (laughs) is full of difficult circumstances, so better be prepared. Yes, and right now you can get a copy of Max's book, God Will Use This for Good, when you send a gift of any amount to support Bold Steps. Just go online to boldstepsradio.org or give us a call at 844-615-7363. That's 844-615-7363. Now you can also send your donation and request Max's book in the mail. Write to us at Bold Steps, 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. That's 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. And did you know you can get each of these daily messages downloaded automatically to your phone or smart device by subscribing to our podcast channel? Whether you prefer Apple, Spotify, or any other podcast app, you'll find us by searching for Bold Steps with Dr. Mark Job. You can like our page and leave us a comment and let us know you're listening. And then share some of your favorite messages with friends and family. And don't forget, you can also listen to the weekend edition of Mark's teachings known as Bold Steps Weekend. If you can't find it on your local station, feel free to listen online by going to boldstepsweekend.org. Well, that's our time for today. I'm Wayne Shepard. Join us again next week when Mark concludes this message on the power of role parenting. Mark's going to give us some practical parenting tips from the book of Ephesians, and you won't want to miss it. So be listening Monday for more Bold Steps with Mark Joe. Bold Steps is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.